This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating in locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome to this edition of Let's Talk Adult. I'm Jim Williams, along with my partner in crime, the one, the only, Glenn King. Now, if you remember last edition, we did part one of the AVN, and I'm telling you, Glenn just worked his ass off. He got the top stars in the business out at the AVN show in Vegas, and this week, you think last week was great? AVN part two, man, I'm telling you. It's almost impossible to outdo last week, but he did it. GK, tell us what happened, man. Tell us who we got lined up for this show. I know you are excited. I am excited, Jim. This was this was so much fun going out to the AVN show and, and talking to all these uh, incredible performers. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. Just going to run down really quickly who we we interviewed and who we've got on this podcast, starting with Alexis Monroe, absolutely stunning beauty. It's hard for me to ask her questions because I would rather just stand there and stare at her, but she is uh, somebody that did a great interview with us. And, and uh, you know, we've shot good scenes with her in the past, and I'm, I'm really excited about shooting more with her in the future. Uh, next up was Karma Rx, friend of the podcast. Uh, this uh, This is our second interview with her. We catch up with her. One of the most awesome performers in the world. And then next up is Allison Ray, who was a frequent guest on my uh, Vivid radio shows and Playboy shows. And, and, and I asked her a dumb question about um, a transitioning to, to becoming a, um, an actress who doesn't play young roles anymore. But kind of dumb because she still looks like she's 18 years old. And she's still getting all the, the young roles. So she handled that with grace and class. Then I talked to Lance Hart, and, you know, Lance is what we call a crossover performer. He works both the gay side and the straight side and does a lot of great fetish work. And I've been wanting to bring somebody on the podcast for a while who can talk about the challenges that one faces when when somebody is working both sides of the street there. And then we talked to Christy Love. I had not been her before, but I really like her. Very engaging and, and interesting and funny and, and very beautiful as well. Then it was Nikki Delano. Uh, everyone knows Nikki Delano, right? Just a sexy girl. She's uh, done a bunch of scenes for me over the years, and, and it's always wonderful to talk to her. Just one of the sexiest women in the world. Chanel Hart was up next. She is uh, is very beautiful. I hadn't seen her in a while. And, um, God, I know I say that every girl is beautiful, but they just are. Chanel is one of those girls who, when you look in her eyes, you just melt uh, just, just a great performer. Done a couple of great scenes for us in the past, and then we finished this one off with Tia Kai, who is a beautiful Asian talent who is interesting because she doesn't do boy girl performing. So we get to talk to somebody who specializes in fetish and who's making a great living doing her own website without doing um, hardcore sex. So let's get right to it. Here's Alexis Monroe. All right, everybody, Glenn King back with another interview. And this time is the woman that I am publicly on record as saying is 
the best performer in all of Las Vegas, if not the best performer in the industry, certainly the best performer in all of Las Vegas. She's blonde, beautiful, gorgeous. You can find a couple of scenes of her on my website, meanbitches.com. She's Alexis Monroe. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> all right, Alexis, tell everybody about yourself a little bit. Would you say you specialized in being glamorous, or what is your specialty? I am a little bit more glamorous side. I like to kind of be like the pretty little Barbie with a vicious dominatrixy side. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be my genre, I suppose. Do you feel like you've evolved as a as a character in this industry? Definitely. I think with time, everyone kind of realizes where they come from, and they kind of find something that they enjoy and they're good at, because we all kind of start out like lost little puppies. We don't exactly know our way, but we know this is what we want to do. Right. So as we get older and as we get more experience under our belts, I really think that we grow as performers, and I feel ever since I launched my website, AlexisMonroe.com, um, I've definitely grown into knowing who I am as a performer and my specific wants that I like to give to my fan base. What's on AlexisMonroe.com? So you can find absolutely everything on AlexisMonroe.com. My um, main goal is to provide a little bit of everything for everyone because we all have our own things, but I specialize in JOI clips, boy-girl videos. Um, I do a lot of of girl-girl um, videos, so I also have DPs, gangbangs, I mean, you name it, I've got it, but I pretty much um, do a lot of custom videos, so people will write in and they'll be like, hey, I really want to see you peg a guy, and so then next week, I'm doing a pegging video, this week I'm doing a foot fetish video, so, you know, go check it out, see if you like it, if not, let me know. Very personalized, so you yeah. said, and there's Skype calls too, there's yeah. customs, there's... Yeah, Simon. yeah, they can get a lot of things. It's like a one-stop shop. I have an online store. You can text me, um, text alexismonero.com. Like, you get text messages straight from my cell phone to your cell phone. Um, Skype shows, custom videos. You can buy my panties. Pretty much everything. Nice. Okay. <laughs> All right, last question for you then. Uh, this is your, what, the fourth ABN or? Uh, fifth, Okay, fifth ABN. Yep. What is the most exciting or wildest or terrifying thing that's happened to you <laughs> in your five ABNs? ABNs. Um, Oh, man. Um, I love AVN. I think it's a wild time for everyone and a lot of performers getting together. Um, I think the most exciting thing for me is the after parties because you get all the porn stars in one room with some mixed beverages and you're bound to have a really great time. I can or cannot commit to saying that some of them have been filmed and are on my website, so <laughs> go check it out. <laughs> all right. Go check her out. One more time, your social media. All right. AlexisMonroe.com is my website. You can find me on Instagram, Alexis Monroe 2.0. Sorry, my Instagram got deleted. They are haters. So this yeah. is my new account. So help me get more followers. Um, my Twitter is Alexis Monroe triple X. There you go, everybody. Alexis Monroe. <laughs> Okay, we're here with our favorite um, person that's been on the podcast so far, Karma RX. Do a little catch up with her. She just informed me that two days after she came on the podcast, her Instagram was deleted. <laughs> but you got it back now, and things are good with you. That's correct. Um, okay, what's new with you? What's new with me? Um, it was my birthday two days ago. I just bought a house. What? Yeah, I closed. I got my keys literally today, but I'm here, so I can't go in my house. Oh. But they're in a lockbox at the new house. <laughs> When I bought my house here, I was all over them going, just give me the keys early. Yeah, I want to start yeah. moving in now. Come yeah. on. They don't let it happen. But I got a house basically for my birthday, which is sweet. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I had to pay for it, obviously. But I did my first anal. Um, or it was released, finally, I mean. Wow. Okay. So yeah. a lot going on with you. Yeah. Did you like doing anal? Is this something you want to keep Love doing? Love it. Okay. Loved it. Um, I also had a really good scene partner, so we'll see, you know. Who was it? Uh, Marcus Dupree. Right, okay. And then okay. I did one with Xander not okay. too long ago as well. It was awesome. Um, but, yeah. pretty well. Yeah, and then I won X-Men's Best New Starlet, and we'll see if I won this one. I should have walked know. up and said that. Well, um, okay, first <laughs> off, uh, congratulations on winning X-Men's New Starlet. Thank you. Secondly, somebody asked me uh, on my Curious Cat a couple of days ago, 
and I, I put on there. You can you can see it's true. I'm not just buttering you up here, but I put my choice for best new starlet is Karma RX. So yeah, thank you. Or maybe I put it in the tweet I sent you something like that. Yeah. So congratulations. I hope you win this year. I hope so too. Did you just do a big gangbang scene? I think I saw something like that too. No, I didn't do a gangbang. Oh, okay. I just made that up. I will delete that out of this. That's okay. Leave it in there. It's coming 2019, maybe 2020. I don't know. What do you want to do? Do you want to, like, you have a plan I'll probably do my first DP this, this year, and then, I don't know, do you, you do gangbangs after that, right? Uh, then everybody too, goes, I, I don't guess. like, okay, when I'm watching porn, I don't like to watch a gangbang if there's no anal. Okay. I get upset. Or if it's, like, not, if they're not DPing or it upsets me and I have to go find something else. Okay. I mean, so I guess I would do it, but, like, I would like my first gangbang to be, like, a DP gangbang, you know? And so I can have all the dicks and all the holes and stuff, but... Whatever. It's my fantasies don't matter. <laughs> kind of is up to the director in yeah. a lot of cases. Yeah. Although sometimes a girl can um, find a director to film her. Yeah. I'm just saying that for the listeners. <laughs> All right. So last question because we got to get her back to signing here. I've been asking some girls who they're mad at at the show. You're usually um, kind of a loving person more that just likes everybody. Yeah. Well, if who I do don't like people, I don't think about them. Yeah. So I'm not mad at nobody. <laughs> who do you love at the show? Then? Who do I love? That's I love. Right fucking a bunch of people. Okay. James Dean's here. I really love him. <laughs> cool. You've done scenes with James? Yeah. What do we need? Okay, yeah. good, good. Well, we'll take that as your I love person, James Dean. All right. So everybody go check out Karma Rx. She's one of the best in the business. She's our best new starlet. For XBiz, hopefully the ABN best new starlet. Where can they find you? Uh, Instagram is karma.rx. Twitter is karma underscore rx. Hopefully those don't get deleted. Okay. All right. There you go. Karma Rx, everybody. Hey. All right, everybody, so Glenn King back with us now. Now I'm actually inside one of the uh, booth areas, so it's very loud in here. But we are going to check in with the smartest girl in all of porn, the great Allison Ray. Stop flattering me. Oh, no, 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 we know this is true because <laughs> on my previous shows, we actually tested girls' IQs until we found the one who was like an echelon smarter than all the rest of them. Um, and now we're going to find out how she's been because she's had to transition from being a, um, you know, your, te your typical young girl performer who looks like she's 16. Now she looks like she's 21, but you're expanding your character. Uh, I mean, I definitely still do all teen shit. No one books me for anything else. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> so I haven't made the transition quite yet. I did get, with the exception of one scene, uh, I did a scene where I was somebody's aunt, and I was like, I am not, I'm not even close to a MILF. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still really loving the teen niche. It's funny, because you're talking about that transition. I'm actually transitioning to working behind the camera. Okay. And so I want to focus on doing, like, more features and, you know, but still do teen work, but, like, the adult roles um, rather than yeah. all these, you know, gonzo-type scenes. I, right. I'm excited to expand and diversify within the industry. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think you can still play, obviously you can still play the young girl. Um, but then the question I was going to follow up with that I see you're already thinking about is, where do you go next? I mean, so you're going to start producing your own stuff. No, actually. I'm not producing my own stuff. I'm working with other companies. I've already started uh, being a production assistant for a few directors, oh, which wow. has been great. Um, some of them have already had me working on camera. So I hope that that's where I'm going to be going is, you know, videography and then maybe someday director or producer. I wish I was still in L.A. because I would hire you as a production assistant in a heartbeat. Well, then tell your friends that are in L.A. Yeah, if anybody <laughs> asks me, I will. And, you know, for years what I did was I had a variety of female production assistants who were all uh, porn stars who wanted to do more stuff behind the scenes. And they learned a lot about producing and directing. And a lot of them yeah. did their own stuff. And then um, a couple of them just learned their word about business and went on to do different things outside the business. Yeah, it's invaluable so, knowledge. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so um, do you have your own uh, OnlyFans, or what do you got going on? I have many vids. Okay. Uh, so that is allisonray.manyvids.com, and that's pretty much the only place I'm doing my own content. Uh, don't update it too often anymore, because like I said, I'm focusing on, on all that other stuff. But you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram, day-to-day -day life, normal shit. Great. Okay, so check her out. It's Allison Ray. Um, and your Twitter again? Allison Ray XXX. Uh, if you want to see a scene that is really still one of our most popular scenes ever, go see Allison as the boss who gets dominated by Julie Cash on meanamazonbitches.com. It's oh, one of our hottest scenes. such a fun day. <laughs> yeah. She has the biggest ass, and I, oh, I just, yes, one of my most memorable scenes today. Absolutely. People go crazy over it. All right, we got to let her get back to her thing. Thank you so much, Allison Ray. Thank you.
Okay, Glenn King back with us, and now I'm sitting down to have a piece of pizza with the great Lance Hart. It's me. So Lance is really one of the most uh, innovative performers in the business today. You can catch him doing um, such a wide variety of fetishes and things. Uh, so let's meet him and find out what he's up to. Now, first off, how do you get started in the business? Sure. I uh, My first film was, uh, was actually with Lexi Sindel when she was relatively new to filming. She'd been a dom for a while, and uh, her and her friend just needed a guy, like a sub, for a clip. And I was into femdom stuff, still am. So I, I read her blog, and I was like, I can do that. So I showed up. I was like the dude in the mask. That oh, got wow. Tortured, you okay. know what I mean? With the mask. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then about a year later, I got recruited by Sean Cody to do, uh, like, really mainstream gay porn. And uh, I loved it. It was great. Um, really, really good money. I mean, those scenes paid insanely well. And it was a contract deal. So it was a two-year contract after that was over. Um, I was free to do whatever I wanted. And I had always wanted to start my own business. I had tried software companies and this and that. Nothing had ever really panned out. Um, and after working with Sean Cody, they, they make... They're very good at making porn. Uh, you know, they're one of the best at gay porn. So I kind of learned from them um, and figured I could just do it from home. So I did. And so I uh, put an ad on Backpage when that was a thing. And um, a local girl showed up at 3 in the morning in my apartment. And she was gorgeous. I couldn't believe how good. I mean, just gorgeous girl next door type. And I said, hey, here's the deal. I'll pay you 100 bucks an hour. I don't really know how this works. Um I'm going to dress you up in, like, pantyhose and stuff. You're going to kick me in the balls, fuck me in the ass, and I'm going to come all over your pantyhose. And she was like, sweet, 100 bucks an hour? And I was like, yeah. And okay, that was wait, it. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What did your ad say? Uh, it said fetish models wanted. Okay, you know? gotcha. And uh, so I just was as upfront as I could be. And who was the girl? Uh, her porn name was Kelly Rockstone. I'm the only one that ever shot her, yeah. but she was like... Uh, I mean, it was immediate top 50 clips on Clipper Sales, one of those things. You yeah. know, just a great-looking girl. And she had it. You know how it is. Like, uh, Femdom is, is about the action that they do, whether it's spanking or whipping or zapping. But it's also about their face. And, like, the, the ooh, does that hurt? Like, can they get that right? And she just had that. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So yeah. You um, have to convey so much. You know, there's so pressure. much in the face and the yeah. way they move their hips and the body. And she was just a natural. I didn't didn't even know what I was going for, but I was like, "This is what I want to shoot." Um, and immediately, I was making more than I ever, more money than I ever had. And uh, so that was it. It was off to the races. Um, I had done a lot of gay porn, so I started shooting gay porn too, and that did well. Um, then once my porn was selling, I started getting booked by Kink a lot, Kink.com, yeah. and uh, which helped with my following. And then more gay productions were hiring me, more straight productions, more bi productions. And just about a couple years ago. Uh, trans and bi porn really picked up yeah. and they really need guys bad and I can do it you know what I mean so I'm like one of the eight guys that they hire all the time for yeah. bi stuff or trans stuff right. um, so it's just regular work I mean it's uh, once or twice a week I, I get asked to be in one of those two things and whether I can do it or not schedule wise it's in but there's tons of work for that um, and it pays generally just a, a couple hundred bucks more than straight porn uh, to do those scenes um, at least for me you know and I don't know what other guys get but uh, so it works out really well just being a crossover you know Right, so I want to explain to people a crossover performer is somebody who performs both in the gay side of porn and what's called the straight side of porn. Um, so that brings us to a couple of, of questions yeah. about what it's like to be a crossover. Yeah. Number one, what's the difference between a mainstream or, or a straight set and a gay set? Well, there's, so, I don't know if there's a ton of difference, because these days the same, you'll have the same crew. You know what I mean? Like, I work for Jim Powers all the time, and sometimes he'll shoot a straight uh, gangbang, and then I'm up next. You know what I mean? It's the same right. photographer, same crew, same makeup lady. We're in the same house. We're just, he's making the best of his resources. And then I, like, high-five, you know, Isaiah Maxwell and Shawn Michaels on the way out the door, and then yeah. I go do my my bisexual stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And it's the same. So that's the same. Um in straight porn, on, as a male performer, there's much more pressure to be an acrobatic badass. You know, like you have to do the up and over and nail it with long strokes. Yeah. You have to open up big for the camera because yeah. there's nothing else interesting about it except for how good is this straight sex? Right. Like how badass does it look? Is you it bet. amazing? Yeah. In a bisexual scene, it's more like... Holy shit, they're doing bisexual porn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Right. there isn't this insane pressure to get these wild positions. And, um, like, for instance, 
when we do the the, the blowjobs and buy scenes, we almost never deep throw. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to. It's still it's still hot without it. In a straight scene, it's pretty much a guarantee you're gonna fuck the throat. You know what I mean? And they're gonna you know puke up, spit on your dick. You're gonna get some molars on the tip of your dick. You're gonna cut your dick a little bit. You know what I mean? That's like right. part of the deal. Um, and buy and transform. It's more. It can be sensual. It can be light. I've done whole scenes where I'm doing like the blow hand. You know. Which, on a straight set, that's like a big no-no. But in, in right. real life, that's what you want. You want a wet hand and a mouth, you yeah, know, yeah, sucking. Right, yeah. It feels amazing. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, that plays in, in trans and, uh, and, and like, the queer porn, the trans and the bison. Yeah, that's interesting. In, in gay porn, like, if you're working for Falcon Studios or Sean Cody, yeah. it's like the straight sets. You need that long dick in, in and out strokes. <laughs> right. uh, you need that. Um, with my production for Man Up Films, we shoot hardcore bareback in almost every scene, but the people are interested because Batman's fucking Robin. They're not, you know, they're interested because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. you know, this scientist created the ultimate sex bot, and now he turned on him, and now he's raping him. He's going to rape by the sex bot. <laughs> That's great or these, You know, hypnotizing each other. They're, they're into that. Yeah. The sex has to be high, yeah. but it doesn't have to be that stereotypical... I want to see eight inches of dick going in and out of an orifice over and over and over. Um, so that's a huge difference, I think. You know? Sure. Um, all right. And then the second issue that goes along. And by the way, there's so many follow-up questions I could yeah, ask yeah. you. Um, but, you know, we're trying to do quickie stuff here. And at some point, I think we definitely need to have you for a full podcast. Sure. But, um, so, you know, the controversy in the industry, sometimes girls don't want to work with crossovers. Sure. There's a big controversy with August Ames, who put out a, who, yeah. who declined to do a scene because she found it was a crossover, but then she tweeted about it, saying, yeah, yeah. hey, I'm warning whoever takes this scene, you're working with a crossover. Yeah, yeah. How do you respond when a talent says, I don't want to well, do so a scene with you? I remember that day, um, it was a particularly busy day for me. It was not one of those days where I could flip through my phone and refresh my Twitter all day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at about... Whenever in the morning, I don't know, 10 a.m. ish, I saw so people were adding me. People were, hey, hey, Lance, look at this, ah, trying to pull me into it. Yeah. And I had, like you probably go through, it's one of those days where my merchant processor has an issue, uh, my host is having an issue, that's affecting my NATS, which is affecting. You bet. It was like, like, holy shit, yeah. I need like 20 support tickets going at the same time. Yeah. And I had to drive to LA to do a BMC scene from Vegas. So it's like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, just a busy day. Um, So I didn't have time to get pulled into the drama that day. But I remember I saw the tweet because people were pointing it out to me. I read it, and I was like, I guess I could see how people are offended by that, but I don't. Yeah. I'm... I'm, like, arguably the guy she's talking about, right? Who should be a friend? Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm the crossover guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who else? You know what I mean? I mean? it wasn't you, but it could yeah. have been you. No, no, sure. it wasn't. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, uh, I don't know of any other crossover guys that do crossover porn as much as I do, you know? Yeah. There's gay porn guys that eventually do a straight scene. There's straight porn guys that might dip into a bi scene. But I literally live in that mind. Yeah, yeah, you're in the and middle. I read it, and I wasn't offended. I was like, well, the girl should work with this mustard. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. And I, Charlotte, my fiance, was next to me. He was like, hey, babe. Charlotte Sartour. Charlotte Sart, yeah, yeah. Or Sart. Sart, yeah. yeah. And um, so I was just like, you know you do when you're in a relationship. You see some Twitter on shit shit on Twitter. You're like, hey, baby, you know this person? You know? I was like, hey, you know August? She goes, she's so sweet. And I was like, oh, well, good enough for me. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't. Yeah, I wouldn't matter, you know? Um, Which I think you gotta be. Like, I mean, I, hey, yeah. look, I got girls that refuse to work with me because I'm over 50. Well, and yeah. I'm not gonna say to them, no. Hey, how dare you? Yeah, Every performer has the right with. to turn down yeah. any scene. There's no question. I, I don't, yeah, uh, I prefer, really prefer not to work with active IV drug users, yeah. you know? You bet. That I think is legitimate. Um, or somebody right. who just arrived okay. back from Europe where they have um, sure. lighter testing standards. To me, that's what I'm a little It's a little bit tricky. That can be a tricky one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all kinds of things, you know? And uh, and here's the deal. HIV is very scary, if you're, especially if you're a straight person. You yeah. know? If you're a gay person, it's less scary in America than it used to be. Uh, scientifically, it's actually not that scary. You, you know, medicine, right. you're fine. You live your full life. It's totally not a big deal. But 
if you're straight and you're HIV positive, now you can barely have sex with any of the people you ever wanted to have sex with because they're just not going to want to yeah, do exactly. it. Exactly. So that's, yeah, that's the real the, rub. That's the real rub. That's the real rub. Yeah, yeah. If um, I'm not, it, it ends your mainstream porn career. It ends your porn career and your social life and your sex life. Yeah. If you're uh, if you live in San Francisco and you're gay, it doesn't really change anything. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's fine, right? right? Um, so I get it. Um, people are scared of spiders too, right? Right. And and, uh, which I used to be very scared of spiders. My fiance has like 10 tarantulas, so now you just you get used to it. You know what I mean? But um, if a spider crawled on my arm, like say a year ago, yeah. uh, I would freak out. I would jolt. Like, ah, get it off me. You know what I mean? Sure. I might just smush it immediately without thinking, right? Yeah. That spider can't fucking hurt me. You know what I mean? It, it's not a black widow. It's not a, I'm not, I don't live in Australia. You know what I mean? Right. Odds are it's not going to even nibble. You know what I mean? There's no but, reason. But I think that's why Eric Paul Lou wants to have the meeting this yeah. week to help people understand and maybe yeah. understanding will help get rid of the fear a little bit. Well, it's it's a fear. fear issue and then on the other side of it imagine if you had a spider crawl on your arm, right? Yeah. And you jolt it and you smushed it mm-hmm. and then I got all up in your face like mm-hmm. you motherfucker that spider shouldn't have hurt you da, 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 da. you would be like why are you being such an asshole Lance? You know what I mean? Like That's I got it. scared there's a spider on me I reacted like, fuck off dude. You yeah. know what I mean? I would be a huge asshole to attack you and shame you for being scared of the spider and and beat you up over it and just emotion and then run your name through the coals because you're scared of a spider. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Logically, you should be more scared of cars than spiders because cars kill you. Spiders don't. You know what I mean? Most, Most people aren't scared of spiders. You see what I'm getting at? It's I a long analogy, Absolutely. but um, so when I got to LA that day, the day I was inside. I finally look at my Twitter again. It's like one in the morning. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this poor, Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like the bullshit. Yeah. And, uh... And I, it was too late then, but I regret not saying anything. But I, I just went to bed. I was like, yeah, yeah you, fuck, you said, hey, let, ease up on hey, her. Hey, ease up on her. At that point, she was dead by the time I saw that. But right. um, well, that's all. And if, if our listeners yeah. want to know that whole story, just it's go a great table of guys. I don't want to interrupt you guys. Dominic. Um, uh, so uh, our listeners can go listen to the uh, uh, last days of August podcast, and they can get the yeah, whole story yeah. on that. Anyway, it's just so, it's a shame. It's sad yeah. that that fucking happened. Uh, and obviously, there's more issues, I would think, uh, that caused her to take her life than just that, but that didn't help, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And, it, and people, here's the deal, I don't have anything, when people are like, oh, do you, do you, does the stigma bother you? Does the stigma? And no, it doesn't bother me. I get more work because of the stigma. Yeah. I make significantly more money than I would if there was no stigma. Oh, if there's no stigma, sure. everybody would be doing everybody what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, there's a, I am a commodity. I'm rare. If you want, I raise my rate by $100 a year. I've been doing that for years. That's um, well, so then, at you know, this point, 20 years from now, it's going, yeah, if money. I can keep doing that, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> by then, I'll be like, dude, we, we got another guy. You know, but, Maybe um, you can. I'm coming up on 20 right. years. You'll still be around. But you can find not that many jobs as good as this. I don't care about stigma. I stay safe. I stick to the science. I, uh, uh, I'm on prep. Um, yeah. I don't work with uh, my personal roles as of now are uh, they have to have a current pass test for me to do the shoot. I don't care if it's a condom shoot or not because uh, I had I used to be uh, condom or pass test. Yeah. But I had a condom break inside me, and yeah. I was like, "Well, yeah. there goes that rule." You know what I mean? Like, no, you're absolutely yeah. right so, to do that. So that pass system works. I have faith. It works. Until so proven otherwise, I and I've researched it. I believe in the past system. I do too. So, uh, so I stick to that. I help them come up with some of the rules. Yeah, Charlotte's the same way. We stick yeah. to that. Um, uh, I don't know if I should say it's a podcast, but it's, so she just got back from Europe, right? Yeah. And uh, so where there's a syphilis outbreak. Right now. So hey, she's allergic to penicillin, okay. which would be the treatment. That's what she used. Right. So she has to take the alternate, uh, which is a 28-day regimen of antibiotics. Oh yeah. Which and then a week after that she can retest, and okay. then she's clear. And that's the right way to do that. Like, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like doing. I wouldn't want to work with somebody who yeah. came straight off the boat back from no, Europe. But she then a, if she's being responsible and she, well, she has a clear talent test, so yeah. she 
could go right back to work. Right. Everyone she worked with is back to work. Yeah. Right? Right. No one knows she's allergic to penicillin. Right? But she's not a jerk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she had to turn down a bunch of shoots. She had to say, hey, I can do the shoots. There's no fluid exchange. Do you, because femdom stuff. She could do hand jobs. She could do whatever. Absolutely. You know. um, yeah. There's things you can yeah, do. There's things you can do. Um, she can fuck out of the strap on if she's got clothes on. You know what I mean? It's fine. Absolutely. Um, but we can't have sex. <laughs> God damn it. You know? Because it absolutely would ruin both of your livelihoods at that point. And, yeah. and we're getting married February 16th. Congratulations. So now we're basically Christian because we're not having sex until we get married. <laughs> you know? Damn it. There needs to be more people like you that. in the industry. Look imagine at you. Celibacy. It's that. fucking crazy. But on our honeymoon in Maui, we're finally going to fuck again. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, we'll wait. You know Beautiful. what I mean? But we stick to the fucking rules and everything works out. All right, I've kept you longer than I promised now, so I'm just going to ask you one more question, of course. Yeah. Tell me where people can find your content and and find you. you. Uh, Thanks for asking. So, pervout.com. Like, I'm a pervert. I'm going to go pervout. Pervout.com. That uh, links to all my shit. So, my... uh, Pervout.com. That's P-E-R-V-O-U-T. Like, I'm a pervert. I'm going to go pervout. That links to my free shit on the tubes. It links to my membership sites, Man Up and Street Femdom. Links to my social media, all that shit. So, pervout.com. That's what you do. Beautiful thing. Thanks so much. Everybody check them out. That's Lance Hart and it's pervout.com. All right. Real talk here. No ad copy. Uh, This is just me talking to you about bluechew.com. You know, week after week after week, I've been talking to you about it and telling you that it works for me. It really does. I'm a customer of bluechew. I'm a 50-year-old guy that sometimes performs in adult videos. And to do that, you need to be absolutely sure of yourself. You do not want to get to set and then not be able to perform because you fail to get an erection. And the same goes for you at home. You have the same issues. You do not want to go on a date, have a good time, spend money, uh, fall in love or fall in lust, get to the point where you're in bed with the girl, uh, and then you have an erectile dysfunction problem. How do you solve that problem? You do it with BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is chewable, and it's got the same active ingredients as Cialis and Viagra, and you get it online, so you don't need to go to the uh, to the pharmacist. It's so it comes in a discreet package. I mean, this is the real deal, and it's easy and it's tasty. And I can tell you that for me, it works. So give it a try. And when I say give it a try, I mean try it for free. You can do so by using our promo code ADULT A D U L T. They'll give it to you for free which is a $5 charge for shipping. And uh, where do you go? BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code ADULT. Try it out for free. All right, Glenn King back with another incredible interview. This is a very sexy, hot Asian girl I just met, Asian talent I just met by the name of Christy Love. Christy, you were just telling me um, about the path that you took to get into the industry. Yes. So for me, um, I've been webcamming for a long time. I started out as uh, submissive. Everyone wanted to play the daddy uh, dom, you know, character towards me. And then um, over time, as I developed myself, I just became just this femdom. And I just, now I'm totally enjoying the empowerment. (laughs) It's actually a lot better for me than playing a sub. Um, and you now have your own Twitter that is just specifically for your your uh, subs, your slave guys. Yes, exactly. So it's Chrissy Love California or Chrissy Love CA is my Twitter. Okay. I do a lot of small penis humiliation. Nice. You'll see all the losers on my Twitter just yanking their small dicks and me making fun of them. Um, you'll have just my slaves. There's blackmail. Well, fantasy blackmail. Of course. Um, there is. That you just got to check it out. It's all there, especially if you're into that type of humiliation. I love it. Okay, so when I did, I, I used to have a thing in my studio called Mean Bitches Live, where we would let doms come in, and then we would provide them with a big screen with some, uh, you know, comments coming in from the producer of the show. Um, but it was webcam shows for femdom, and we got to see some of the wildest stuff you would imagine, like a guy who wanted our mistress to watch him smash a giant anvil onto his balls. <laughs> What's the wildest thing that you have seen on cam? 
I don't know if it's appropriate to say. Well, go ahead and say it, and I'll delete it out if you. Um, I already know what it is. Yeah, I'll delete it if I don't if I don't like it. There was one yesterday I did where I'm going to delete half of her podcast. All right, so someone paid me to do a Skype show with them, and um, they were submissive, and they put a plate out. Yeah. And then they crapped on it. Okay. Yep. And then they grabbed a fork. Okay. And then they ate it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's disturbing. Yes. Yeah. And then and then how much was he paying you per minute to watch him eat his own poop? So I charged two hundred for just like that ten minute. Okay. Uh, ten yep. fifteen minute Skype show because it was so extreme. It's um, usually not the fetish I usually. Yeah. I'm into, but if you want to pay for me to watch you, I'm happy to watch and humiliate you at the same time. That's great to know because there may be a certain percentage of our podcast audience who are poop eaters, and they're wondering where do I go? Where's a uh, you know? Where's somebody who's familiar with it's my? Market. It's a really it's an untapped market, and but it's funny we talk like that, but there actually there is there is an untapped market for that, and and these guys are out there wondering. Is there, do I, am, is she going to yell at me when I tell her this? And you need to know there are models that are already familiar with your, um, your fetish. And we don't fetish shame. We're, we're, you yes, know, I, yes. I come from, we're, we're, it's a funny thing, but, um, I get it. There's people that, you know, it, it happens in your childhood perhaps and you get, uh, turned into oh, yes. something. Anyway, uh, so what is your specialty as a porn star then? My specialty is actually squirting. Great. Okay. Yeah, so I can squirt like far distance. Okay. Um, so just like Siberia, how yeah. she was a phenomenal squirter, yes. I squirt like that. Okay. So that's, I guess, my gifting. <laughs> Great. Okay. We'll check that out. I was telling uh, your agent over here that we shot some scenes with Flower Tucci back in the day, and it was, she was quite a squirter. Um, but the thing that I, I didn't like about Flower was that there didn't even seem to be any sexual simulation that needed to go into it. She would basically just walk in and hose the room down and then be like, okay, well, that would have been better if first you had some sex stuff going on, but interesting, <laughs> interesting, good stuff. So squirting is just cool and fun. Yeah. As an Asian, so I've been asking this, uh, I talked to Sia's song about this and Kimberly Chi yesterday. Yeah. You feel like you're put into a box of, you know, you're only getting Asian roles or are you able to break out of that? I'm able to break out because I'm not full Asian. I'm a mix. Ah. So I think for me, um, I do get a lot of Asian roles, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's good. It's as Asian. You can define your own yeah. character in this yes. business, and yes. you know that's something. Uh, that's great about the industry that's really changed because of camming, Skyping, yes. OnlyFans, all that stuff. You can establish your own brand. All right, we'll let you get back to it. That's Christy Love. Tell us your social media one more time. Here. Yes, so for my main social media, it's CLCA69. If you want the humiliation, Christy Love CA. There you go, Christy Love, everybody. All right, everybody, Glenn King back with another uh, hot interview. And this is one of my favorite people in the whole world. You see her all over my website. She keeps, we keep bringing her back over and over again because she's kind of like the Charo of porn, if anybody remembers her. Oh, my God, no way. <laughs> Maybe, well, except for that your personality is like a little bit more, you're smarter than Charo. At least you come across I that I know way. exactly who that is. But, you know, she was really famous for um, just being sexy with big boobs and a big butt and Latina. Yeah. All right, so this is Nikki Delano. Nikki, tell everybody what you specialize in. I specialize in dirty talk. I'm really good at dirty talk. Um, ass worship. I have that big bubble butt. So guys love to worship my ass. I've worshipped it. It's incredible. Yes, yeah. it has. So yeah, my na naughty Latin dirty talk. That's my specialty. And this is what number AVN for you? Either eight or nine. Eight or nine. Yeah, okay. eight or nine. You've won some pretty good awards. Yes, I have. What's the best award you've won? Probably my feature dancing award because I love to feature dance in the dancing world in the adult industry. Probably mm, best three way with Chris Jokes and I forgot the other. Okay, how have you evolved in your eight years in the industry? I mean, from starting till now, I mean, yeah. the way I dress, the way I fuck. Yeah. Um, the way I fuck, pretty much the way I fuck. <laughs> I will say, I think we shot you right about your second or third year in the industry, and then again in your sixth, seventh, and eighth, or something like that. But yeah. we... You still have the same intensity. Do I? Yes, Yay. absolutely. Um, I was talking to somebody yesterday about how 
performers of the last generation or two generations ago were nymphomaniacs who attacked the cock. Yeah. And now there aren't as many, but you are one of the ones who, you know, is not waiting to be fucked. You attack and, you know, you make the cock yours. How fucking, yeah. I want that dick. <laughs> yeah. So she wants that, and that, I think, makes you a standout performer. Oh, thank you, babe. Thank you. My pleasure. All right, anything exciting happened to you on this trip yet? Um, not yet, but I'm hosting a party tonight, Wonderland, so I think it's going to get crazy. I'm going to be dressed as slutty Cinderella. Nice. Yeah. Okay, one last question for yeah. you then. Of course, we want to know what you're up to in terms of developing your own stuff. You're doing your own OnlyFans page? I have my only uh, my Snapchat. And Snapchat. Central. Yeah. Yes, okay. It's insane. You guys can try it for free at yournicky.com. And it's one of the top five Snapchats out there. Like, it's insane. Like, every day I shoot a new show, you guys will not be bored. Okay. A lot of orgasms. Where do they find that? It's fancentral.com slash... You go to yournicky.com oh, or realnicky.com. Yournicky.com, realnicky.com. Yeah. Or you can go to her Twitter and just follow her there and find it, which is... Twitter or Instagram is the same handle, Nikki Delano, N-I-K-K-I-D-E-L-A-N-O, baby. Okay, go check her out, Nikki Delano. Thank you. All right, everybody, Glenn King. Back here with Chanel Hart. She's one of the most beautiful people in the business. Thank you. I'm going to ask her a couple of questions. Number one, um, what are you doing differently now that you're a glamour performer as opposed to the bratty performer when you first started? Well, right now I feel like I'm just way more, I'm just way better at sex. I know how to connect with people better. I know my body better. I mean, I just know kind of what people like now, so I'm getting really good at it. So I'm ve it's very easy for me to just get into a scene. Yeah. It's very easy for me to just start fucking, and I just, I feel good about it, too. I'm, like, way more confident. When you're um, fucking, are you concentrating on the physical act or the mental act more? I'm not even concentrating at all. Yeah. Because I'm literally just in the moment with people, you know? So, like, I like looking into people's eyes. I like everything about it, though. I like, um, I like just feeling people and, like, the sounds of sex. You know, yeah. so I don't even think that I'm concentrating on anything. I think I'm just living in the moment with people. Okay. Which is way better. Oh, my gosh. Passionate, uninhibited to me. Yeah. In when terms first, of sex, like, that's what makes the best performer. Yes, absolutely. Whenever, you, whenever you're able to shut your mind off and just go and, like, just be in tune with your partner. You know what I mean? I think that's the best way to do it. Okay. Let's talk about where people can find your you and your own stuff. So, um, you're doing your own OnlyFans. Yes, I'm on OnlyFans.com slash I Love Chanel. Um, right now, I actually just got a cool toy deal with Pornstar Signature Series. And it's my pussy, and people can now find my pussy and awesome. buy it and do nasty things to it. Yay, so, okay. I think it's exciting as hell, so. Yeah, get that Chanel Hart pussy yeah. that you can get. To, where do they get the Chanel Hart pussy again? Um, Pornstar Signature Series. Ah, Pornstar Signature Series. Okay, I'm getting one of those. This yeah, 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 get the pussy. Get the pussy. Do stuff to it, you know? Love it. All right, so everybody go follow her. What's your Instagram? What's your Twitter? Uh, my Instagram and my Twitter are both the same. It is I love Chanel underscore. Yeah, and she's got two uh, two L's in two Chanel. L's. Two L's. Two L's in Chanel. And then Hart. All right, everybody, Chanel Hart. All right, Glenn King back, everybody. Now, again, we're in the signing room, so it's very loud in here, so I hope you can hear us. I am with one of the hottest girls on planet Earth. She is Asian. She's beautiful. Her name is Tia Kai, and her website is tiakai.com. All right, Tia. Um, what? Uh, what are you? Where can people find the best stuff of you? The best stuff is probably my OnlyFans, but you can go to my OnlyFans from tiakai.com. Okay. I update that like three times a day at least. Great. Well, three yeah. times a day. What yeah. are you putting on there? Uh, everyday stuff, content that like my daily life, what I like to eat. Also, I like to do masturbation Mondays. Ah, okay. So fun stuff like that. What's the wildest thing you've ever done? Because you don't perform boy girl. I don't, but in my personal life, I do. Okay, Just of course, good. Show, but <laughs> I I don't discriminate. So I do. I I don't know. Crazy stuff, I guess. Fun I like ex yeah. exhibitionist sort of thing, so I like doing things outside. Yeah. I think that could be a form of crazy, but I don't really find it that crazy. I just like doing it. Okay. <laughs> um, would you can because you're glamorous. Oh, uh, I think you. that's what describes you is you're glamorous. Um, so, do you consider yourself sort of a Playboy style performer or more of a um, let's go with exhibitionist performer? Like, 
What's your specialty? You know, I really don't know if I have a specialty. I want, I guess my main thing is I want people to know when they see my films, I'm actually enjoying it. I don't yes. want them to be like, oh, she's just laying there, or she's not having fun, or she's just getting paid to do it. I was like, no, I actually enjoy it, and I want to portray that sex is still enjoyable, whether it's work, whether or not I still love it. I mean, I'm a big pervert, so yeah. I want people to know I actually enjoy it. Well, if I was going to start and just buy one of your videos here, and I see you've done quite a bit of stuff, which one would you recommend for the, the brand new Tia Kai fan? Oh, uh, probably the one that I'm nominated for, which is Wicked Pitchers Carnal. Okay. Um, I have a scene in there. It's a all-girl-girl girl scene. That's the one that's up for nomination. So that's probably the one I'd recommend, only because it was a big production, and I got to have sex with a bunch of girls at once. Wow, so. isn't that fantastic? Exactly. I, I, and I who are the other girls? Like, whose pussy did you lick? In um, pretty much everybody. <laughs> so Amber Snow is in okay. it, Marika Hase, yeah. uh, Naomi Starr, Kehlani Lee, and then me. So there's five of them. Well, wait a second. All five of those girls have something in common. <laughs> We're all Asian, yes. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um, so a serious question then. Because uh, I, I was talking to Saya Song earlier oh, uh -huh. about... I want to meet her. Sorry. Oh, I would be happy to, be, be happy to introduce you if I can. Um, so Saya was talking about how she really doesn't like to be put in a box and categorized as Asian and then only booked in Asian movies. And, you know, she, she really doesn't want directors to put Asian in the title and then, you know, without being careful that you're, you're phrasing it correctly. In other words, right. we specifically talked about a title like... Asian slant-eyed sluts, number 17 right, or whatever. Right. Or oriental, I don't know, victim sort of thing. Yeah, I understand. Do you feel like you're locked in a box or? No, um, I don't know if I have a different or happier viewpoint on it. I love it. Yeah. Because I feel like it's a niche. Yes. Of course I'm Asian. I can't change that. I can't be white tomorrow or black the next day. Yeah. I was like, I'm Asian. So I'll be the schoolgirl. I'll be the Asian massage therapist. I mean, I I relish in it because yes. it is a part of me. It always makes me laugh if it's way Asian because I don't have an accent. So I feel like I have to try to be more Asian than American because I view myself more American. But it's a fun way to, I guess, show off my acting skills. <laughs> Absolutely. And look, I mean, the other side of that coin is that there are X amount of, and there's a market, actually, of yeah. people who, who, you know, are looking for any video that says Asian in the title. And I don't think that necessarily means they're fetishizing Asians. I think it's just everyone. Some people like blondes, and right. some people like black girls, and, and, you know, we all have our own preferences. Right. And I love being Asian. I mean, that's what I am. And I want guys to come to me because they like Asian girls. I mean, they can like everything else, too, but I'd like to know that they still find me attractive as an Asian woman, regardless whether they found me through something super Asian or not. So, I like it. There you go. Um, one more question for you. I see you have a video called Tia Kai Split Fetish Fantasies. Yes. Aside from the obvious that, I mean, clearly you have pretty feet if you're getting, I can't even see your feet here, but I do have I'm looking feet. at the back of, okay, she got, what size are your feet? Four, four and a half. Ooh, oh my God. Okay, those are the smallest feet I've ever heard of and it got sexy. Um, it is very sexy. So do you see yourself making more content that you produce like this? Yes. I love my foot fetish fantasies. It, as being in the industry and doing custom videos, it has broadened my likes and tastes. Uh, I have learned a lot how much fun it is with yeah. my feet. Because yeah. I always had a hard time finding shoes. I always felt like my feet were a burden because, like, no one has my size. Uh, even if I go to kids' shoes, they don't have cute high heels. Like, it was always a burden. But as I got in the industry and as I started delving into the foot fetish world, it's beautiful. Like, yeah. And I love kind of teasing because I like saying, like, oh, I have such a small foot. I like cocks that are bigger than my feet because I do. I have small feet. I, I don't know. It's just been really exciting. So that's why I wanted to do my foot fetish fantasies and hopefully, obviously, do more in that sense. I know it's a niche. Not everybody has it, but I have come to love it. Foot fetish people are so passionate. Um, I love that. We shot it. a scene yesterday. I played the stepdaddy. Holly Hendricks was my stepdaughter, and I walked in with a, I'm like, Daddy's home, and look, I got a present for you. And she's like, oh, you bought me another pair of shoes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and not only did stepdaddy buy you a pair of shoes, he's going to take the old shoes and get rid of them for you. And she's like, yeah, you just got me those shoes like two days ago. We don't really need to get rid of them. Oh, that's okay. Stepdaddy will be happy to take these shoes off your hands. 
so then she's like, okay, stepdaddy is a foot pervert, and she, yeah. then she made me her slave. I love it. I love foot slaves. Yeah. I love foot slaves. <laughs> All right, so if you're one of our listeners and you want to be a foot slave of Tia, yes. you're going to contact her. Uh, what's the best? Are you tiakai.com? Tiakai.com, your... Okay. Yes. Go to tiakai.com, or Twitter is also... It's also tiakai.com, but it's T-I-A-K-A-I-D-O-T-C-O-M. There you go. Everybody go check her out. The great, the beautiful, the incredibly hot Tia Kai. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Glenn. You know, folks, if you have not yet become one of the over 30,000 and counting who have joined our little party here, it's, you know, it's simple. All right. We make it simple. All you have to do is go to the iTunes store because we're part of the Apple podcast family. You can go to Google Play because we're part of the Google podcast family. You can go to Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, YouTube, okay? Get out your Google machine if you can't find us there and hit Let's Talk Adult with Glenn King and Jim Williams. That's Let's Talk Adult with Glenn King and Jim Williams, okay? Do it. Search it. You'll find us. Hit the favorite button or hit the subscribe button, and every week you'll get a brand new edition of the podcast sent directly to your phone, your tablet, or to both, okay? So go out and do that today and Let's push this sucker all the way, over 50,000, okay? So let's go for it. And you can help us. Very simple. We can keep bringing you this compelling, fun entertainment week in, week out. And I'm telling you, you're not going to want to miss it. So join the party. It's a lot of fun. GK, close this out, babe. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, it was a lot of fun walking around AVN and seeing all these people. Uh, so now again, this was part two. I think we've got two more parts to go and I'm just going to read you some of the names that we haven't gotten to yet. Uh, let's see. Brenna Sparks, who is the, the goddess of cryptocurrency. Sarah J is coming up. We've got Gia Vendetti, Astro Domina, a really interesting interview with her. Liv Revamped. Samantha Mack is just uh, one of the most interesting people in the world. These are all people coming up. On the next episode of the podcast, maybe Leah Falcon too. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to all these people. I, I see uh, Eve Battelle, uh, and there's then there's three or four more interviews that I haven't got to on top of that. So uh, yeah, so probably going to be two more parts, and uh, we'll get to them all. One more quick note: uh, if you're inside the industry, a lot of people from inside the industry listen to this podcast. I want to mention real quickly the passing of Bill Fox. Uh, Bill was one of my closest friends. He was someone that everyone in the industry knew because he was Captain Sabaho. That's what he called himself. He was the guy that whenever anyone got in trouble, had a problem, needed a place to stay, just generally found themselves in need, he was there for them. He was a one-of-a-kind person who truly cared more about helping others than he did for his own well-being. Um, there's never going to be anyone like him. So rest in peace, Bill Fox. And again, thank you everybody for listening today. We'll be back very soon with the next episode of uh, our special AVN Let's Talk Adult podcast. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating in locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing new Firehouse Pairs. Pair your favorite small sub with a signature side, like the awesome five cheese mac and cheese. And remember, a portion of every purchase at Firehouse Subs goes towards helping first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations only, Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.